Hey, welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. If you are looking for ways to declutter your schedule, then today's episode is the exact right place for you. My guest today, Gail Wood, has done a number of things throughout her career, but really now she is a trained life and business coach through the Rebel Millionaire Coach Certification Program that she completed just last year. And what she teaches people is how to really elevate and learn about adding an online business to their income streams or segue into online business. And one of the things that she loves to talk about in that is decluttering your schedule. You know, we all have so many things on our plates, whether it's business or home or trying to stay physically fit or trying to keep in touch with friends. So many things that we're all trying to do, so many balls that we're trying to juggle. And Gail kind of helps us take a look at what are the necessary balls that we need to keep in the air. I love the analogy of, you know, you can be juggling all the balls. You just have to know which ones are glass and which ones are plastic. And the glass ones are the ones you can't drop. That's exactly what we talk about today with Gail. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Gail, thank you so much for joining me today. I know I'm personally, as someone who wears a lot of hats, really looking forward to this conversation on scheduling and decluttering your schedule. Um, But before we get into that, why don't you tell me and the audience listening a little bit more about you and how you got to this place. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me. Um, I really think I ended up in this place because I don't like being told what to do. (laughs) So all through my childhood, I just remember like, oh, I don't want anybody telling me what to do. And so I just think I was made to be an entrepreneur. I'm not cut out to really work for other people. And of course, I have done that a lot over the years. Um, as most entrepreneurs have, but I just always knew I would work for myself in some way, shape, or form. Okay. So a lot of the the listeners, the audience of this podcast is also mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, like, you know, the women who are really trying to probably juggle one too many balls. Oh, yes. <laughs> so how is it that the the biggest question is how can we do it all or at least make all that we do feel like less? Yeah, so I think the, the main thing is to really figure out what of the all is actually important to you. Most of us have some things that we're doing, like we just have always done them. We think we're supposed to do them. 
And if we really just look at everything that we're doing in detail, I think you can easily probably pick out several things where you're like, you know what, I don't even like doing that. You know, why am I still doing this? Why am I still um, trying to bake homemade stuff for all the school parties or, you know, whatever those mom things are that we feel like we are doing from a should and have to place. And, you know, it's just fun to kind of just open your mind to the possibilities. Like, well, what are some other ways I could get this same result um, with maybe less time, less effort, or even just do the, don't do it, declutter it or delegate it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious, I guess, to go back a little bit, were you always, I know you said you always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but did you always like run a tight ship with your schedule? No. Oh no. This has been something that has really just been in the past few years that I realized, you know what, I want to really lean into my business and I want to see what could happen if I gave it my all instead of having it be like a part-time side hustle kind of a feeling. I'm like, I wonder what my, you know, what's, what's my full potential actually? <laughs> and so I really just looked at like, well, how many hours a week do I want to devote to my business? And if I could devote 40 full hours, you know, like what would that look like? How, you know, could I really reach these goals I set for myself? And so I started looking for, you know, those those extra hours thinking, well, 40 hours is a normal work week. But for a busy mom, you know, I'd be lucky to work 20 or 25 hours a week. And I was, you know, pretty successful. Things were going well. But I was like, I just, you know, it felt important to me to to try to reach my full potential. And I was like, and I want to find those hours without, you know, without giving up. The other things that are important to me, like time with my family and self-care and those things that we tend to, you know, think have to be pushed aside if we're going to do more with our businesses. So for you going from, you know, the 20 to 25 hours, trying to find the 40 hours, Mm -hmm. what did that look like for you? Like, what were some of the things that you personally had to evaluate and go, do I, do I ditch this or do I delegate it or do I keep doing it? Yeah. So the first thing I really looked at was my whole morning routine. Um, And I was like, this just, I just noticed it right off when I started kind of just, I was like, I'm going to look through what I do from the time I wake up in the morning till the time I go to bed at night. I just kind of made a fun game of it. I'm just going to really like look at where I'm actually spending my time. And I started to notice these just habits I was in. I'm like, Okay, I'm getting up every morning for 15 years driving kids to school. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we had moved house. My husband, now we live very close to my husband's job. He left the house at about the same time I did to take my son to school and then come home and get ready for my day and start my work day. And I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. Why has it never occurred to either one of us for him to just take Santino to school? It just seems so obvious, but I was just... I don't know, just in my groove of being a mom and moms take their kids to school. <laughs> so, and then I had fun. I really geeked out on it and I had a lot of fun with, I was like, I wonder how many hours of my life I've spent driving children to school. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, so I, I, I added it. I can't remember the exact number, but I was like, okay, 20 minutes a day 
180 days a year for 15 years. And it was something astronomical. Like I'd spent six months of my life like on the car run. <laughs> Oof. So. Yeah, that's something that I would definitely cut out if I could. <laughs> yeah, it was really enlightening. And I was like, I, you know, and I thought, you know what? It can't hurt to ask and just see like, hey, you know, could you take them every morning or three mornings a week? Or just could we do this somehow differently? You know, another option would be I could put them on the bus. Um, yeah. You know, the bus comes by our house really early, which is why I hadn't done that yet. But I was like, you know what? I do have options and I'm not you know, seeing them clearly because I'm not looking for them. <laughs> now, I think that's the case so many times when we get into these schedules, get into these routines, and sometimes it's just stuff that we're told we have to do, and it, it never occurs to us that we have options, that we could change it. Like, Yeah, and who's telling us about, we have to do it, right? Ourselves, society. <laughs> yeah, I, I think about, like, the concept of a, a morning routine in general, and, you know, if you go on social media or any blog or whatever, any influencer is going to tell you like, oh, the 742 things you need to do to have an effective morning routine. And I think yeah. sometimes we get so bogged down with all the shoulds mm -hmm. in our calendars, in our routines, that it's almost counterproductive. Like, yeah. Who has time for an, a 90 minute morning routine? And if you do and that's what works for you, more power to you, but I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. No, and I think it's, you know, it's good. It's like saying, okay, well, what are a few things I could do, you know, to set myself up for a productive day, but letting go of that whole, like, it has to take 60 minutes or 90 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, because that's the other thing I'm really big on is like, I think well, five minutes of journaling can be really helpful and really help you to, you know, get over some mindset blocks or stuff that's going on with you or a little gratitude practice. But then when I think of journaling, I usually think of like, Oh, quiet and 30 minutes of me time. And then if I don't have that, I'm like, Oh, well, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. What does, what does that morning routine look like for you? For me? Um, I, I do get up about, I give myself about 30 minutes. I like to have my wake up time. Mm -hmm. So 30 to 60 minutes before I have to jump into my day. And at this point we're homeschooling, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> so I read usually, usually something I love to read business books and personal development. So I usually read something that will hopefully give me some ideas or inspire me for the day. And then I might do a little journaling. I might write some things I'm grateful for. I kind of jump into my to-do list and my priorities for the day and kind of just start, my mind just starts going straight away with like, oh, what's, you know, what's on tap for today? What do I want to try to accomplish today? And so I kind of make my, my daily, I have just a daily to-do list. And you make those every morning? Pretty much. Yeah. It's just kind of a brain dump. It really helps clear my mind and help me prioritize. So I don't end up spending the day um, just here and there and everywhere, you know, checking email 50 times. Oh, I'm going to do a social media post now. And then the day's gone and you really didn't get much actual work that's going to move you forward in business or make money or create opportunities done. <laughs> yeah. that's And I, I find it so interesting that different 
ways of scheduling work for different people, right? Like I know me personally, I could never wake up in the morning and write a to-do list because I would lose everything from the day before. So like I do my brain dump list weekly and I sit there and I write down every single thing that needs to get done. And quite honestly, I will add to it randomly throughout the week. Like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot I have to pick up the dry cleaning, which actually reminds me, I do have to pick up the dry cleaning from like four weeks ago. Like all, (laughs) let me write it on my list. All the little things that you forget get added on throughout the week. And I kind of try to, for me personally, my, my way of doing it is if it's going to take more than like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, then it, it needs to be scheduled and it's not just a to-do. Yeah. So like a to-do would be like, oh, drop the thank you cards in the mailbox because I can do that in 14 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but anything that's like, oh, write content for my social media. That's not, that's not a to-do to me. No, that's, that's like a, a word. I need to schedule that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I do, so I'm similar. I do a weekly brain dump. I usually know like the whole week of what I'm working on that week, but then you know, I like a clean daily list. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like from that big weekly list, like what's going to happen on Tuesday? What do I mm-hmm. really need to get done today? So then it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, what's scheduled like an interview like this or has some kind of deadline. And I just kind of keep refining it throughout the week. Um, and things pop up as well. Yeah, things always pop up, especially if you've got kids, right? Yes. <laughs> especially if you've got kids or you've got a business, which can sometimes be even more difficult than yeah. a kid. And I, you know, I think one of the hardest things is to be productive and not reactive. So mm-hmm. I really try to manage myself. Like, don't check email, you know, until ten or eleven a.m. and just you know, because those things can wait, but writing my books and planning a class, things like that, well, they really, you know, they can't wait or else I'm up doing them at midnight the night before. So, you know, it's just really, I think there's a lot of getting to know yourself when you become an entrepreneur so that you can then like hack yourself. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about reactionary scheduling and like what are some of the best ways to handle that right because things do come up whether it's in business or parenthood or just generally in life like we had to reschedule this interview because something came up in my family there was an emergency um so reactionary scheduling and I guess what are some effective ways to do it and what are some ways to make sure that you don't get frustrated when it inevitably happens. Yeah, well, I think that goes back to, you know, setting up your your day so where you can figure out what are my most important things today and how can I get them done, you know, in the first one to three hours of the day. That way, whatever else comes up later in the day that you have to react to doesn't slow you down from, from reaching your goals or it doesn't slow you down as much, mm-hmm. you know? So it just, I think it's just a matter of prioritizing and figuring out for you, like what in your business are your most important things to do. And that varies, you know? So one day it might, your most important thing to do might be to schedule all your social media posts. 
where another day it might be to um, pitch podcast hosts. So just whatever your most important things are, I like to just try to schedule those first. Um, and I know that's very simple and every that's what everybody says, but it works. <laughs> now, you said something right when we first started talking. You used a lot of D words. You said, like, um, do it, don't do it, delegate it. Declutter it. <laughs> Declutter it. Like, so we make our dump list, right? And that's just your, your brain dump. Whenever it is you do it weekly, daily, adding to it. What does the process look like for you mm-hmm. to, to go through that and figure out like, okay, what are my options here? Yeah. So when I do my big dump list, I mean, I might have 30 things on that piece of paper, you know, mm-hmm. all, all, that all take varying amounts of time. And some of them are long-term projects that get plunked on there that I couldn't possibly get done this week. But then mm-hmm. it's like, well, what part of that long-term project am I working on this week? Um, the first thing I do is really look and say, okay, is there anything that I just put down because it's on my mind, but it's actually a thing for, you know, maybe a few weeks down the road. And if it is, I'll put it in my Google calendar so I don't forget it. Um, so that's the first thing, like, can anything get rescheduled? Does it need to really be on this list? So that would be part of dumping. And then the other thing is, are there things on this list that you know, maybe I feel like I need to do, but there, I don't. And I would say that's, I have, I have coaching clients that are like, well, you know, I have to make reels and I have to post my reels and it's taking me over an hour a day to make a reel. And I'm like, but you know, but you don't have to make a reel every day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of, you know, just, I do this. I absorb, you know, all this information from all these different places. And I get these ideas in my head of, you know, the hundred things I have to do to show up and be successful. And so I think we really need to be discerning. There's another D word for us. (laughs) Um, You know, so the big brain dump. And then I look at it, you know, are there things that can be batched? Like personal errands and things like that so I will usually take like a Wednesday afternoon and try to do all my errands um, instead of having to run out multiple times a week so that's that's a good way to um, to schedule that in and then yeah and then I like the idea of just doing it and I also have you know I know my energy levels throughout the day so things like paying personal bills replying to emails things like that, I might schedule for more like late afternoon when I don't need my brain power. <laughs> like right now, it's two, it's around two o'clock. My brain power is starting to. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something to be said for doing the, the big things and using your brain power mm-hmm. early on in the morning. Yeah, yeah. If that's when you have your energy. I also get another burst at like 9 p.m., Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's like a great time for me to get my computer out and just like whack away at a sales page or something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think looking at that and really asking, okay, is there somebody else that could do this? Very early in my entrepreneurial journey, I got a virtual assistant. Um, I remember one day saying, okay, I got to go. I'm at work. And she was like, you have a day job? I'm like, yes, I have a day job. 
That's how I pay you to run my business. <laughs> but I just really, you know, I knew that that I would I needed help. And mm-hmm. so I, I did that pretty early on so I could delegate some things. Um and then again with, with the personal stuff, you know, are you doing things that that only you can do? Could somebody else do these things? House cleaning yard work, shopping, all that stuff. It's, I find it really fun to look at that. Like some people love to grocery shop. I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those people. Yeah, see, we're all different. So you would not. Pandemic was the worst because I didn't get to go grocery shopping. (laughs) So you would not dump that one or delegate that one because you like it. (laughs) Yeah. So So it's, it's different. For every person. Yeah. I think like the crux of what I'm getting from you. Yeah, it is. It's different from everybody, but I think it's a useful exercise for everyone to, you know, to look at where your time's going and to think through all these kind of these steps with each thing, you know, Mm -hmm. does it even need to be done in the first place? Does it need to be done by me? Is there a different or more efficient way to do it? Um, and sometimes that it can just be a matter of where you put it in your day. You know, can you make a habit or a routine out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know some entrepreneurs that like every day when they're in the car line waiting for their kids, that's when they do a quick live stream. Mm-hmm. And they've just kind of, that's their habit and it works. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So even though it is different for everyone, mm-hmm. right, the process is still more or less the same. So if there were like one big takeaway that you had that you think could apply to 90% of the people, like how to master their schedule and declutter your, your time of your life, what would that one thing be? Yeah. So I would say that one thing is that you, you do have time for all of your priorities and Every single one of us is doing things in, in ways that are, is inefficient. So it's, so find those things, you know, and we all have, we all have more time than we think. And so another thing with that is, you know, like how much time are we spending on really kind of useless things like scrolling and Netflixing and, you know, maybe doing those everyday errands that could be done once a week. So, so I would look really for time wasters. I think we all have time wasters, even if you're really good at managing your schedule and you're like, Gail, I can't do anymore. And it's not that we need to take that time wasting time and, and be productive and hustle harder. It's just, could that time that we're wasting be used on a priority and that priority might be self-care that priority might be quality time with somebody you love <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know doing something that's going to help you have a better day the next day like clearing off your desk or making your to-do list the night before <laughs> so I think we all just we all waste time and I think it's something like even for me every few months I'm like okay, I need to revisit this I need to see what's going on here again and, and check in. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, Gail, thank you so much for joining me today. I always love talking about scheduling, decluttering your timelines, 
so useful. So thank you so much for all of your, your tips and tricks that you shared with us today. Yeah, I hope it's useful for your listeners and thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.